Forget the next couple lines, but uh, there it goes. Secret tunnel, secret tunnel, through the mountain. Secret, 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 secret tunnel. Welcome to the Ember Island Players. Wait, no, <laughs> this is the Ember Island podcast, not the episode. So this is a podcast where two fans of Avatar The Last Airbender sit and talk about every single episode. I'm Leslie. And I'm Barbara. And today we're going to be talking about book two, chapter two, The Cave of Two Lovers. So two before we lovers. talk about it, do you want to talk about our spoilers? <laughs> Heavy spoilers ahead. Nice. I'm not gonna sing the rest of it, but <laughs> but heavy. You should really watch this show. <laughs> Leslie actually sings chorus. <laughs> I don't, and you guys can probably tell why. But <laughs> but warning: terrible singing from me, pretty good singing from Leslie, and heavy spoilers ahead. Avatar: The Last Airbender came out in. The, uh, uh, this this season came out in 2006 yet again you have had more than a decade to watch this series and to watch this amazing episode which is the musical episode <laughs> so so we will be spoiling things from from previous episodes and from future episodes things things that might happen during the entire avatar series so please heavy heavy spoilers ahead yep and die <laughs> and die <laughs> so anyway in this episode following the oh no <laughs> i was getting getting ready to read my plot synopsis for the avatar state which we've already talked about so why am i doing that that's really dumb because it's late yeah, you're absolutely right. Because it's late. I had a long day at work. It's Monday. You have <laughs> like, a long day singing. Yeah. You just sing all day. That's all you do. You sing and just drink cactus juice. <laughs> that is what you do. And you just It'll quench you. <laughs> Nothing's quenchier. <laughs> it's the quen- <laughs> quenchiest. <laughs> so anyway, in the Cave of Two Lovers, Aang and the gang have to get to Amashu by teaming up with a group of traveling hippies and passing through a secret labyrinth of tunnels. And meanwhile, Zuko and Iroh suck at being uh, at being fugitives. And so they risk entering the Earth Kingdom to get away with to get away from Azula, where they're both briefly taken in by an Earth Kingdom family. So uh shall we start? Uh yes. So uh so the 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 the, the episode starts. And this is the musical episode, guys. Yay. <laughs> I love this episode. Everyone loves this episode. Everyone does. Because Everyone the songs are it. fun and stupid. Yep. <laughs> uh, so uh, so that just makes me smile whenever I watch this episode. Because I know what is going to happen. And <laughs> yeah. <it's> fun, <laughs> stupid music. So, uh, so um, Katara teaches Aang like a really cool octopus move. And it's seriously the coolest so cool. waterbending I so cool. have ever seen. Like right? other things might actually be useful, but yeah, this but is this just thing cool. is so cool. And again, foreshadowing, we see it again because our uses uh, season finale. <laughs> it's badass. I-, I love this move. I wish I could do this move. Yeah, it is. It, it is so cool. Um, and. And I really like how the like romance angle is it, it, it is uh, is kind of lampshaded right at the beginning of <laughs> of the episode with like um Katara helping Aang move his move move his stance, which is kind of the like gender flip of of 
of like the the normal oh let me help you golf oh Mm -hmm. oh let me help you billiards and i'm just standing behind you just like close and now it's romantic type of thing i don't know how to really explain it without going too into it i totally understand but it's totally a trope yeah (laughs) it's a trope but you reverse it here which is nice so um while they're practicing and while ang is blushing uh we just randomly get some traveling hippies (laughs) show up and are singing songs and having a good time (laughs) okay so the names that are that that are given uh chong (laughs) is chong is is the is the main guy with the like half shirt that is really high yeah hey look Um, river people yeah just really really high but he's playing a pippa really well um and then there is lily his wife uh who who has a big lily on her head so so you can remember her name um and then uh uh and then there is uh there is moku who uh, uh who is the portly one that really likes who really likes rainbows and is really <laughs> really chill with the like pink sash or, around him there's a uh, waterfall that creates a never-ending rainbow <laughs> and then there's the other girl that <laughs> yeah <laughs> not named nope Wait, wait, what about the other guy? Those are the two dancers who do all the flailing. Yeah, not named either. Yeah. I could not find their names. Me neither. I tried to Google it. I was like, what are their names? Uh, well, anyway, they're here now. And yeah, they're just here. <laughs> so they proceed to just hang out with the gang for a bit and sing some songs and braid off his hair. And braid guitars looks hair great. And, yeah, and give Ang Ang gets like a flower lay. Like everybody's just yeah chill and digging it. Uh Sokka's Sokka the Cynic. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> Sokka is dying in this episode. It's hilarious. Don't fall in love with the traveling, the traveling girl. girl. She'll leave you broken, broken heart. Good. Yeah. We like harmonize. There we oh, go. Oh yeah. Love it. It's really, it's really cute. Um, and then, um, and then at the same, at the same time, um, Iroh finds <laughs> either the rare white dragon bush, which, which makes the most delicious tea you ever drink, or the white jade bush, which is a deadly poison that will lead to death. And I'm he's just, just right now. <laughs> like this is my favorite part of the episode i i love this like as i was telling you earlier i could see a, like i would pay money for a whole series of just nothing but zuko and iroh struggling to be fugitives in the woods uh, behind uh, oh my behind god behind him zuko is just having this, like existential crisis about how he wasn't yeah. meant to be a fugitive this isn't the life for him this he is impossible this is terrible. <laughs> like he's just complaining of a storm, and it's hilarious. And then Iroh's over here, actually debating if he should take this flower or not, which he knows may potentially kill him. But hey, if he's on the line, then <laughs> I guess we'll try it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so while that is, so while that is going on, um. Zuko, the uh, Asaka says that he hates to be the wet blanket, but since but since Katara's busy, I I I I guess it's up. I I guess it's up to me. And he wants to stop this this whole like love fest and get his friends going so that they can you know get to Omashu, defeat the Fire Lord. Do what they were but supposed Sokka, to do. Haven't you heard of th- like these guys have been everywhere? Yeah, and the places we haven't been, we've heard about stories and songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so it's so good. Oh my god. So uh so they so they 
So they tell them about a secret past through the mountains, which is a real legend. <laughs> which is oh the God. which is the secret tunnel, but they don't sing secret secret tunnel yet. No. <laughs> no. Uh they will in a minute though. <laughs> they will in a minute. So uh so 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 then they ex uh so then they finally sing secret tunnel and people are dancing and it's stupid. Yep. Secret, secret, the dancing secret, is hilarious. <laughs> like I love the guy who's just like doing a backstroke <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Um. Well, they are they are dancing how like I dance where my <laughs> arms are just waving. Yeah. I am, I am the wacky inflatable arm man. <laughs> I feel like I'm the other woman. I don't know what she's doing. But... Yeah. No, I'm her. I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i don't know i might be doing a backstroke yeah. <laughs> at times so, so at first we learn the secret tunnel song which is oh, secret shit. tunnel <laughs> secret tunnel through the mountains, the mountains. Secret, secret, secret 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 tunnel, tunnel. yeah <laughs> but it but it starts two lovers for forbidden from from one another, a war divides their people, and a mountain divides them apart. Built a path to be together, and then he forgets the the, like the next <laughs> lines, and then it goes secret tunnel, and then it's secret tunnel. Yeah, and it's wonderful. <laughs> it's glorious. Everybody quotes it like all the time. It. You do too. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Sokka's like. Uh, no, we shouldn't be going through that tunnel to get to Omashu. Um, and Aang actually agrees with them. It's like, yeah, because uh, Appa's pretty claustrophobic and he doesn't do tunnels. So we want to do whatever makes him feel comfortable. So they decide to take the let's fly over the Fire Nation option to get there <laughs> with disastrous yeah. results as they as the Fire Nation proceeds to <sighs> uh, <laughs> attack them with catapults and then they immediately cut back to them just like burned to a crisp like secret love cave let's go <laughs> <sighs> okay so um so cut so we so we cut to iroh um turns out the plant wasn't he oh, no, no no not before uh zuko just gets back from his fishing trip <laughs> oh yeah um, before Zuko wanted what Zuko wanted to be useful, so he went fishing, and <laughs> he has the smallest fish on this big stick that you've ever and, seen. Like, he, he comes in and like the serious music is playing, like he just came back from a war or something. <laughs> and then they zoom into the tip of his stick spear. It's just like this cute little fish, which. I have to commend him for catching that fish because this thing is tiny, all right? The surface a, area yeah. is not very big for this thing. So the fact that he was able to spear this fish is actually quite impressive. It is such a small target. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so kudos, Zuko. Uh, yeah. So, and, yeah. Uh, so Iroh turns around. Turns out. the Turns out <laughs> it was. God. It was the white jade bush. <laughs> And he's covered in a rash. Uh, <laughs> like, hey, so, Zuko, remember when I said that that flower might be deadly poison? You did not. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> and he's so, he's so casual about it, too. He's like, yeah, once it gets to my throat, I'll stop breathing. <laughs> yeah, but I found but look, these berries. <laughs> oh, my God. These are bakui berries, which cure the white jade plant. That or makaroa berries, which cause blindness <laughs> <laughs> so oh so God. now they have a very important decision they, oh, yeah. they they need to get help for iroh because they're not just gonna tempt tempt fate again by eating these random berries <laughs> so although he was getting ready to <laughs> although he yeah he was getting ready to. yeah so uh so they so so they can't go to the Earth Nation because the Earth Nation wants want wants them dead because they're Fire Nation, and they can't go to the Fire Nation because Azula wants them 
Yeah, also, or the, the quote is, uh, the quote is, it goes, like, if the Earth Kingdom discovers us, they'll have us killed. To which Ira responds with, but if the Fire Nation discovers us, we'll be turned over to Azula. Earth Kingdom it is. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they proceed to go to the Earth Kingdom. Yeah. So, and, yep. cut back to the game. <laughs> uh, where, uh, where uh, the... The the awesome nomads are leading are leading them to the love tunnel, except it's not really a tunnel. It's more of a labyrinth, and also, um, and and also, all you need to do is trust and love. You know, according to the curse, curse. There's a curse. <laughs> oh yeah, I remembered the part of this song. It goes, and uh, uh, <laughs> great. But hey, somebody's making a big campfire. <laughs> yeah, the campfire is not the camp. It is it 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 is the Fire Nation. Um, but 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 Aang is looking at this tunnel of love, and for a moment, it's like. You know what? I am twelve years old, and and I love this 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 um uh, this girl that I've known for about four months now with all of my heart, and I <laughs> trust in love. And it's time to go through the love tunnel. <laughs> yeah. So they decide to go through the love triangle or love triangle. The love, love triangle tunnel. Yeah. The <laughs> triangle of love. Yes, the tunnel of love. And uh, the Fire Nation shows up and causes a cave-in so that they're trapped in there. So I no choice but... the song. Just, like, let them go through. They'll die. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love how everyone's heard this song. <laughs> ah. So they're oh. stuck, and they have no choice but to figure out how to get out. So, um, um, so I love how, I love how um, the entrance to the tunnel is lined with fighting Oni demons. It really sets you at ease. You know? Like, this uh, is a good decision. This was this was an excellent decision. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, yep, they're stuck in the cave. And yep, so then we cut back to Zuko and Iroh, who are at like a clinic or whatever. <laughs> Iroh is getting his crazy rash from the white jade plant cured <laughs> oh, and like the sweetest girl oh is, yeah is helping them her uh her name is song uh she uh uh after they introduce themselves as lee <laughs> slash junior and and his uncle Mushi. Mushi, uh she invites them to 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 um to dinner with her family because her mom always makes too much roast duck, and <laughs> and while Zuko doesn't want to go, Iroh cannot refuse <laughs> roast duck. Yeah, he's totally on board. <laughs> yeah, so the gang is in is in the tunnel. Uh, Sokka wants Sokka needs to take a hold of these super high super laissez-faire people and just like takes <laughs> takes inventory so uh so we have five torches that means 10 hours and lily <laughs> proceeds to light all of the torches <laughs> so that they all burn out oh. <laughs> not at the same time oh right <laughs> And it's like she just like, discovered what what like math is. What drugs do you think these people are on? Cactus <laughs> juice. Oh yeah, that's true. It's probably the cactus. a lot of cactus juice. A lot of cactus juice. I mean, yeah. they are they're they're definitely on like some like hallucinogenic mushroom. There is no way that they're just on pot or something. No way. Yeah, there's got to be some LSD laced in some other drug that they're using a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is like blue this is like blue tambourine levels of high. <laughs> so yeah, they get attacked by um 
wolf bat things. And in doing so, it freaks out Appa, and Appa inadvertently causes a mini cave-in, which separates um, Katara and Aang on one side, and Sokka, the hippies, and Appa on the other. <laughs> which, poor Sokka, because oh. Sokka's stuck with the hippies for an indefinite oh. period of time now. <laughs> and, and poor Sokka's forehead. It is just going to oh, become yeah. so inflamed and so red. Every yep. single time these the, these um people say something stupid, <laughs> which is just all the time, <laughs> all the time, it's so great. Um, Rip Sokka's forehead. So, uh, so so then we we get a pretty fun song. Don't let the cave and get you down, Sokka. <laughs> and his face, Sokka's face, this whole episode, just priceless. Sokka's oh. not having it. <laughs> yeah, at all. <laughs> Sokka the cynic, at it again. Uh, I, I mean, I am with Sokka here. I would me, me too. I under, I totally agree with him. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if I could take them for that long of I mean, a time I am, alone. I am all for glowing it up, defeating the Fire Lord, <laughs> but this is a bit much for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel pretty bad for him. Glowing it up with like the with like the never-ending rainbow you know oh god yeah <laughs> this is like his fifth level of hell i, I think <laughs> like, I uh, <laughs> yeah so we got back to the um the more bearable couple <laughs> guitar and ang um which ang is loving oh great alone time with guitar um yeah so they come across uh the history of omashu that's been etched on like this statue or rock formation, um, which, which we proceed to get a really nice flashback about the history uh, of Omashu. But it isn't. But it isn't the. But it isn't just a rock formation. This is a tomb. This is oh, right. Oma and Shu's last resting place, mm -hmm. which is yeah. really cool. Uh, and and it and, and like it, that bomb drops right before the commercial break. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> the obvious cut to commercial. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but uh, the history of this is that uh, they were once two lovers who, of course, loved each other, but they were separated because of their warring villages. And the mountain and, divided them apart. Yep, a mountain divided them apart, and they could never be together. But the two of them. Uh, ended up meeting secretly within a tunnel where they learned how to earthbend from the badger moles and they became the first earthbenders. So after doing so, they create the labyrinth of tunnels that everybody's currently stuck in so that nobody could, or so that they could hide their relationship. And um, unfortunately, eventually, um, Shu, is, is the guy Shu? Yes. yes. Yeah. Shu gets killed because uh, as a casualty of... Yeah, the war between the two villages. And of course, Oma's pissed, so she used her earthbending to, to end the war. the war. Yeah, to end the war and then declare peace and create a new city where both villages live together called Omashu, named after her, who's Oma, and her lover, who is Shu. It's really which beautiful. Is, which is so beautiful because, mm -hmm. because I was thinking, and she probably carved the tomb for her lover and for her in the future when she died but, yeah but she had to spend the time building up the city and making sure that everything ran like ran smoothly and then like once once like she died she like she was put in the in the resting place that she made that she was like waiting for all of her life mm. so that she would be with shoe forever and it's so romantic and it's so sad right yeah but it's it's a nice little world building uh snippets here so like yeah not only do you get some omashu history aka city that you should already as the audience kind of be have an attachment to since we've already been to omashu Ooh. and you also get some earthbending history i mean this i think this is the first mention where of, badger moles. of the badger moles yeah being like the original earthbenders and of and of bending coming from not just yeah, yeah. Moon, but animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're totally right. Um, 
Yeah, because like I don't think have they mentioned that on um, the of uh, the Sky Bison yet, but like uh, I don't think they have. I feel like they I, have, but I think they have. Yeah, they but probably it, have. But it's really neat because because every single version of bending people weren't just born with it; they had to learn it mm-hmm. from someone. Yeah, like, and, and um and uh, the 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 only one missing. Which we find out in in a in in a book three is the Fire Nation, which fire bending comes from dragons, badass dragons, dragons. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but, yeah. Uh, but um, also going back to this flashback, uh, we get a nice change in art style. It's like um, a watercolor Eastern Japanese scroll. Yeah, Japanese scroll inspired. Really pretty. Um, Oh, nice change in aspect ratio too. It um comes like widescreen for a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, and really nice music in the background and just a good story that feels like a real legend. <laughs> the uh, the music in the music in the background. I couldn't find it. But to me it sounds like a a slower version of um of um the avatar's love which is what plays whenever ang and ang and um and um Ka- and uh, katara have like cute romance moments kind of i can kind of see that a little bit kind of mixed with secret tunnel mm-hmm. but like secret tunnel being kind of slower and more romantic and sad yeah i can see that yeah at least that is what I got from it, but I couldn't find it anywhere. So do not quote me, listener. Yep. Uh, but, but on uh I like but that on, yeah, but on the tomb, um, it says love is brightest in the dark. And it's also pretty. And, and it shows Oma and Shu kissing. hmm So that gives Katara the idea that, hey, well, maybe if we kiss, we'll somehow be able to find our way out. And <laughs> to which oh, anger replies with Aang next uh, her way <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which Aang is through the roof about and proceeds to squander it well, um, by trying to be aloof. Just like you and dying. <laughs> <Die. laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> yeah, because I definitely wouldn't want to kiss you. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I mentioned it. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Um, to which he responds with, What is wrong with me? <laughs> oh, poor summer child. Yeah. <laughs> poor sweet summer blew child. It. <laughs> he blew it. <sighs> so great. Um, yeah. So we got back to uh, Zuko and Iroh. Um, Iroh stuffing his face. <laughs> and um, Zuko actually having a connection with somebody outside the Fire Nation for once. It and is really sweet mm-hmm. how they do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just really like this moment. So, um, so, uh, they are, they, they, they are sitting at dinner and, um, and, um, everyone is, is, uh, just trying to make conversation. Uh, uh, the, uh, song and song and her mother are 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 uh, are talking about how all of the men in their village were taken away from, by the Fire Nation, and and how Song hasn't seen her father in years, and then Zuko kind of opens up that that he hasn't seen his his um his dad in many years. Mm. Uh, it's like oh, is he fighting in the war? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so much in that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Like, oh. yeah, it, it's a, it's a good scene, and it's like we haven't gotten too many scenes like this from Zuko at this up to this point in the story too. So, like, it's a nice pivot into more of the self reflection that Zuko starts going through from this yeah. season onward. Um, yes. yeah. It, so it's after, a good scene. Uh, it is just really good. And then after um 
Uh, Zuko is sitting outside. He is he is just staring st- staring pensively out, just like really, really sad. And and it's such a it is framed kind of like a Miyazaki moment to me for some reason. I this, believe it. This like entire exchange just like reminds me of a of a part from from like spirited away it just has that like feeling of like connection but distance mm-hmm. and um and um and um Sokka Sokka a song shares with Zuko up about how um how um how how the fire nation didn't just hurt him and when she goes to like touch his face to like feel his to feel his scar he just grabs her hand without even looking and then she takes her hand and just rolls up her leg and is rolls up her pant leg and is like the fire nation hurt me too and just shows the terrible burn the terrible burn burn scars all over all over her leg and zuko just stares and there's just a change in like change in emotions change in focus where like before he before he was stoic looking forward because he doesn't care about his own pain but seeing someone else's pain knowing what that feels it it really touches him yeah and, and uh really again, cool just moment. the fact that he's having a connection like this at all with anybody really that's with, like a new development on this show with a <laughs> poor earth nation peasant mm-hmm. i mean maybe not that poor because they had a because they had a ostrich horse and they had like roast duck for dinner but but she's just a peasant from like a random village yeah and that's the thing because it's like on top of all the baggage that Zuko goes through, also just because he's also royal, I mean, he's kind of a spoiled brat, or he starts out, like, super spoiled, too, anyway. So, like, well, yeah, the fact that he's having this connection with, with um, somebody who, in the past, what he would consider beneath him is nice. I mean, and he goes, he goes through a lot of humbling stuff, obviously, throughout, especially in, I think, this book, but... Um, yeah. Yes. It's just nice. I mean, I have theories. So, uh so they never say it, but I'm pretty sure Azula made it so that Zuko could never have friends. <laughs> Probably. So, I mean... um, so like Azula has has like her friends from her boarding school in the palace. And and we never see Zuko with like anyone else, any other friends. There is no mm. one that he like thinks back on, and that's because he had no friends because Azula would just fight them away. And you kind of can't cross anyone in the in the royal family, and it's yeah. too much trouble <laughs> that it's worth. Sure. So, so that's uh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, because when you think about like. A- who we get introduced to next episode. Um, like she essentially manipulated <laughs> them into being her friends. Yeah. The healthiest of relationships. And especially when you flash back to like their childhoods and stuff. And like, yeah, she's really, <laughs> really manipulative. And I mean, she is, she is the crown princess and she's a sociopath and she knows mm-hmm. that if she wants someone to be her friend, well, they'll be her friend or else they'll die. Yeah. Or they'll, or their parents will get fired, or they'll be sent off somewhere else. She has that power to just cry to her, to her dad about it, and then their entire lives are just changed. But um, but um, Zuko never had friends growing up because like Azula would just not let him, and and he only had his his, his uh, mom cuz his dad didn't really care about him uh, until his mom went away and then after that he didn't have anyone for a long stretch of time until until Iro came back after after Lu Ten died uh-huh. and 
and I'm and, and I'm saying come back because there is that stretch of time where like Iroh goes out to find himself. So he didn't come straight yeah. back after everything happened. So so there's so there's so there's at least a few months between Iroh being back and being a good adult and not just being in mourning and and, and like his, his his mom who was his only friend who was his only support system died and then and then he was banished and then he just had Iroh and random soldiers and he never had a friend and he never had anyone that like cared about him without knowing he that that like he that he was a prince and he never had anyone that would really share that kind of stuff with him and since he doesn't really think of Iroh as like a person right now it's so like, sad song is the f- first person to really open up to him later he later he really well she's not, i wouldn't say she's the first one to open up to him rather i'd say it's the first time where zuko actually listens to somebody opening yes. up and actually learn learns to empathize yeah first time it, like like it seems to really hit zuko mm-hmm. because it's like i mean iroh like uh, I think Iroh opens, opens up to him all the time. All the time. Like yeah. that moment where he talks about how ever since Luten died or whatever, and he thinks it was his own. Like, oh, I mean, God. Yeah. oh God. And they have that moment. <laughs> but I but I don't think that Zuko sees him as a peer. Mm-hmm. Which which like Iroh is his biggest support system. Iroh just wants him to to always succeed and like like to always be good and iroh is just the best is just the best uncle to him but but like not to azula because azula's crazy yeah. um <laughs> no she's crazy and she needs to go down <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it but it's really sad like it's like 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 it's zuko just wanting connection and he tries to connect with iroh but Zuko keeps on putting up a wall or something. There's something there that he keeps on pushing back on. And I think it's just because Zuko hates himself. Like, mm-hmm. he just hates himself. That is why he he has that fit at the fire at the fire pit in book three. There's just something in him that, that he just doesn't think that he can be happy. And, like, no one, no one can love him. So he has to ruin it every time. Yeah, I don't know. I've talked, talked a lot about it. Yeah, no, it's really sad. Zuko's a great character. <laughs> Zuko's great. <laughs> really well written. Oh no! Oh, especially. I mean, it's really part or like a major reason why I love two so much. Like this is the first time where Zuko really starts to become more self-reflective because, like, I mean, up to this point, Zuko's been sympathetic, but like. It's everybody else, like, talking about the stuff he's going through, real and honestly. And, like, now it's kind of reversed where it's Zuko I mean, actually having to, like... Yeah, he I don't also, know, like, he also opens up a little bit. He says that his father's fighting in the war. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he does open up. And the thing is, I don't think he would have done that last season. Yeah, no, not I mean, at all. And he doesn't, really. We I'm, don't get a scene like that, so... I'm... I I mean I uh I I can I can recall quite a few times where he just like called um called Katara and Sokka Water Nation peasants. Yeah. People are just too low for him, but mm-hmm. uh, he's seeing people as people now, I think. Yep. Yeah, so so yeah, nice. so something a little bit more lighthearted. Uh Sokka wants to die uh but <laughs> but uh that but um chong has a great idea sock is like why didn't you tell me you had an idea the idea is yeah so um so um you know like love is love is the key to get out of here so why don't we play a love song <laughs> So then they play Love is in Your Heart. Yeah. 
way yeah. you can find the love because love is in your heart Ooh. i don't actually know what he's singing yeah, yeah. no there's just that one. um yeah so while they're doing that uh they get attacked by some badger moles yay, yay. and and these things look adorable. Badger I want. Mole. I want a badger mole. Oh gosh, like, I. I think I want a badger mole. I, okay, badger moles do not give a shit. The, bad, no, no. the badger moles <laughs> come in through tunnels and then they close the doors behind them and they're ready to eat everyone there. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. It's bad. So, um, yeah, they're getting ready to die, and uh, Sokka ends up uh stumbling across um, what's his face's ukulele thing <laughs> pippa it's a yeah. pippa wait mm-hmm. no that isn't what? the pippa um uh shoot what is the instrument kubo has oh damn it yeah whatever that is uh in case you're wondering we're talking about kubo and the two strings which is an excellent movie seriously go I check out his movie time. it's so dang good Shamasen. oh Shamasen. yeah and like please like i don't usually say this but actually take the time to rent or purchase this one properly because like like it deserves the money like this movie technically flopped at the box office but honestly you'll either a want it or you should just you just should just fund them anyway because like it's a great studio but (laughs) yeah go see that movie it's so good yeah if if um if um we we ever end up doing a movie podcast which no one will listen to but that's okay because we're really having fun (laughs) yeah we're probably gonna do kubo Oh yeah, we talk about it for like two hours. Uh, um, it makes me cry. Two hours? Time. No, five hours. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> we end up talking for twice the time. Mm-hmm. At least <laughs> every time. Yeah. So, uh, so then they play the badger mole song. Yeah, badger moles coming toward me. <laughs> Come on, guys, help me out. Me out. And then there's like Fuck the... is a wonderful singer. Yeah. Badger moles go in the tunnels. Uh, this is the one I don't know. Me neither. Something about but badger I... moles in a tunnel. Badger moles. But did they just make that up on the spot? That's a, that's pretty impressive. I'll give the hippies that. Yep. Uh, um, come on, internet. Are you still looking yeah, up? So, uh, what, what uh, is that thing? So, so, so it goes the big bad badger. Badger moles who work in the tunnels hate the wolf bats but love the sounds. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, so yeah. uh it's yeah, while they're doing that and doing a sing along with the badger moles, uh we cut back to Katara and Aang and as their um two hour torch is about to go out, they basically say, Screw it, let's try kissing. Or did they? No, they didn't. Like, did they kiss? I don't know. Like, no. you don't really know. It's kind of ambiguous, which is kind of nice. Because the lights go out at the same time that they're leaning in for uh, what looks like a kiss. Okay. <laughs> but you don't actually so, see it. So, for me, they don't. I don't know. Like, at first I thought I maybe they don't. I think their first kiss is later. I think they almost kissed. That's true. Like, on the one hand, I don't think they kissed. Especially because it's not really brought up again. Like the next time Aang brings up kissing is like when he kisses her before the Day of Black Sun siege. And then he doesn't bring it up again until Ember Island players because they never talked about it afterward. So yeah, my guess is they didn't kiss here. But at the same time, Katara's blushing at the end of it of this episode. Yeah, so, but I, I but I think that's just because of the idea of it. Yeah. Either way, I like I like that shot anyway. Like, there's a lot of nice lighting done, like, when they're leaning in for the kiss and uh, as the torch is going out and stuff. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, as they're about to do that, the um, it's dark enough so that the crystals that are on the ceiling of the tunnels um, start glowing, which leads them out of the tunnel. Um, hence, going with the love is brightest in the dark because Oma and Shu found their way to each other by using those crystals which is sweet that's really romantic oh oh it is it is confirmed by by um katara's voice actress on the book three dvd extra 
that they did kiss. They kissed? Oh, they kissed. Oh, wow. Thank you, Mae Whitman. Thank you, Mae Whitman. <laughs> oh, this Seriously, fans everywhere. That is That was like the debate for a while. For me, it was. I was like, wait, so did yeah. they kiss or not? Because, like, I remember the, because uh, for the trailers for this episode, I remember they'd always cut to that scene where, like, the light is going out. And it did looks they like kiss or not? Like, did they kiss? <laughs> and it's like, I figured, oh, okay, well, you got to tune into the episode to find out if they kiss or not. And no, you, you still don't know. And it drew me in nuts. So I was like, I don't know. Did they or didn't they? <laughs> so, so, listeners, May Whitman says that they kissed. Oh, my gosh. And I'm going to believe her. And I'm gonna believe her too, even though I thought that they that that they didn't. But That's this is on this, this is in this is in the book three DVD extras. So Wow. Yep. Theory confirmed. Yeah. Nice. But even so, like you don't even the best thing is like you don't have to believe it if you don't want to. If you want to keep it ambiguous, you can, because yeah. she'll let you do that, which is nice. This um, is this, this is Yuri on ice. There's an arm there. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you 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 uh, know because they have rings of friendship. Mm-hmm. I found this ring. I just want to give it to you. You know, friendship <laughs> ring. Yeah, I'm quite sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. So. Both parties are now out of the caves officially, and they reunite with each other. Uh, Katara asks Sokka why is his forehead so red, to which um, hippie dude pops up like, don't react to what I'm about to tell you. I think that kid might be the Avatar. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my gosh. So, um, so, Aang, Aang, and Katara let let love lead their way. Um, the others <laughs> let large ferocious beasts lead their way. I think I would that like the like large the, ferocious. I think I'll beasts. take the beast too. Those things are badass. I'd love to ride on a badger. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is a really cute moment where um where Momo goes over to Appa oh, and then yeah. like, just, like starts like telling him everything that happened because they oh. were separated. It was so sweet. That and uh, the scene where Appa's totally passing out once he gets outside. It's like, oh, oh thank God. He's so happy. <laughs> like, he just collapses. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so great. Yeah, so um, then... Yeah, so... Oh, cut back to Zuko and Iroh for a sec. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so they're leaving after dinner and uh, Song's like, yeah, I know that you don't think there's any hope in the world, in the world but the Avatar's returned. <laughs> Yeah. Zuko's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and um and then... Zuko was gonna walk away without thanking them. Oh no, he's yeah. just so awkward about it. Yeah. I don't think he was trying to be disrespectful. Like, no, Zuko's just really awkward. Like he has no idea how to interact around like regular people, <laughs> which is very funny. <laughs> it's equal parts sad, gets us some good character development. And gets us some hilarious moments in turn. Like, oh my god. I'm just thinking of uh, the Tales from Bossing Say episode now. Where, oh, <laughs> where he goes on the date. <laughs> that was so awkward. It's so hilarious. I love it. But it's super sweet. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. And that's also why I like The Beach is one of my favorite episodes. Because it's just like, none of these kids are well adjusted at all. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody know. knows azula seems to know exactly <laughs> what she wants and what she is yeah i mean i mean my own my own mother called me a monster she's right of course but it still hurt yeah it still hurt <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah so <laughs> zuko awkwardly says thank you but not before stealing their ostrich horse ostrich horse ostrich horse uh, was an ostrich horse okay yeah so um so um Iroh says what are what are you doing these people showed us great kindness uh Zuko says they're about to show us a little more kindness and Song is watching from the door and she was just watching them leave because because she cared about Zuko and like she cared for him as a as a person cares for someone else that 
has went through things and you can just see like half of her face and it's just so crestfallen and she just slowly closes Ugh. the door like she's yeah. allowed to like try to stop them it's just like resignation of we're good people and there's some bad people in this world that won't return kindness mm-hmm. it's like ouch it's just like and one Zuko. step it's it's uh it's the embodiment one, of zuko one step forward one, and two steps back <laughs> except it's like on a escalator going backwards <laughs> for yeah. a while like i feel like it's in a way kind of like foreshadowing for the remainder of this season because it's just like oh well maybe he's starting to turn a corner a little bit because he actually connected to somebody for the first time and well, ever probably that we've seen on the show and, and, and then he proceeds to okay. take advantage I, of their kindness so i hate this but i but i love it too because it's really good writing oh yeah no i agree yeah it's not a process that happens overnight like no doing a total heel face turn like he does in towards the back half of book three like it takes a long time especially for him to wrapped on a baggage and a lot of confusion and emotion going on just he kind of, yeah he kind of has to learn how to be a good person mm-hmm. but i think it's a good little subtle foreshadowing since it's like as this series as the season progresses and you think he's really starting to flip and then it comes a point where they're in bossing say and it's like oh my gosh she's actually being like really nice and it like after his um spiritual illness <laughs> like he spiritual it looks, illness. uh-huh like he, he's like really nice and he seems to be turning a corner and then when he flips at the very end of the season it's the most I devastating know. thing you will ever see <laughs> like he seriously. keeps on treating iroh like garbage uh, like iroh i can't wait to talk about you. that scene let him love you i know right like oh it drives me nuts <laughs> like i can't like i can't wait to talk about crossroads of destiny specifically because it's just gonna be me being heartbroken the whole time like that episode is so hard to watch i've only watched it a handful of times i feel just because it's like it's genuinely hard to watch like before we had the red wedding and just i mean and you know just game of thrones in general and then all these other tv shows that do betrayals you know very well i think yeah we have this and is the Avatar Red Wedding. God, we'll yeah, it really was. That's kind of what it felt like. This was one of the biggest betray- uh, betrayals <laughs> that I'd experienced on when watching a TV show <sighs> or a book, honestly, probably ever. Like, this was devastating. <laughs> oh, seriously. It still is devastating. It's hard to watch. <laughs> okay. But in a good way, of course. Yeah, so... um so yeah so that's the end of their arc but then yep. uh uh so uh so ang ang asks oh what's his name moku oh yeah uh, you coming with us nope nope okay <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks for coming <laughs> yeah uh they are just so high this entire time. Um, definitely that cactus juice <laughs> Yeah, and then um, they sing when they're like walking away. Um, even when you're lost, you you you'll you'll find the love because the love is in your heart. And and I just really like this one. I know it's uh, cute. I actually think it it connects to I think it connects to Zuko's subplot in this episode as well. Like it's kind of yeah. it's a nice song to end on. Well, um, well this this episode is like about relationships. Uh mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be 100% romantic. Like even when you're lost, which, like, metaphorically speaking, Ugh. yes. <laughs> also, actually, to be real. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, good song to Ed Dodd. And everything's all cheery and optimistic. And they're finally getting to Omashu. And then they get to that peak where they can see it. And, oh, shit. <laughs> <sighs> Omashu yeah, so. is taken over by the Fire Nation. Yeah. And and before we end the discussion, um we see the front of Omashu 
And now it has a front door, which is really ornate, and it's, like, trimmed in gold. And did they bring it there? Or did right? they make it there? <laughs> and that's a really big door. And why? <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> I, okay, I, I get why they have a door now, because, because now it's Fire Nation, so, so they don't have, so they don't have an Earth, like, an Earthbender just like they're opening and closing the 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 the, uh, the like wall anymore. But where did they get the giant door? Right? <laughs> you think they just shipped that in? Like <laughs> All right, you guys are in charge of burning down the villages. You guys are in charge of uh just mass destruction. You guys are in charge of sending the doors over to Obashu, please. <laughs> They're like the interns. <laughs> it's like they really want to fight. I was like, oh, no, we need you guys to ship some door parts. And you guys are going to build the door. It's actually a pretty cool door. Here are the blueprints for it. It actually looks pretty neat. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The door's <laughs> no. Yeah. So, yeah. But good contrast because, like, if... I mean, since you kind of had a similar shot of back in book one when they first traveled to Omashu. And it looks all bright and nice then and it's like here it's now, everything's covered in smog yep, everything's gray there's smoke coming out of it <laughs> it doesn't look good because we're because we're be because this is a how uh how miyazaki movie so <laughs> being being mean to, to nature is bad yep which is also a theme of avatar yeah you know so, because like fire nation are 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 uh just this industrialized people that don't care about smog in the air because mm. they really don't understand that because right? they're just yeah. doing whatever they want whatever who cares yep, so crazy cliffhanger which honestly that's kind of kind of a substantial cliffhanger for the show i feel like up to this point like book one didn't have too many cliffhangers like that like no yeah there would be some crazy developments but they'd still end on like a conclusive note I think no, a lot I, of the time. I think this is the first cliffhanger that isn't a multi-part episode. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, uh, excluding the two-parters, I think. Yeah, I agree. The with two-parters you. had, had mm. like cliffhangers, but they're two-part episodes. Yeah, so. yeah. Book two does this a lot. <laughs> Fortunately, for the audience dying. It's like, oh yeah, you want to know what happened? Tune in next week. <laughs> Suck it. Or in terms of the finale for this season. Oh, yeah. So Zuko just betrayed everybody and, and you, the audience. Well, tune in next year. <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to know what happens? <laughs> You're gonna be kidding me. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Get ready for a lot of that. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh. So, yeah, that wraps up The Cave of Two Lovers. Very funny episode. Ends on a kind of shocking note. Uh, slash good clank, uh, cliffhanger, in my opinion. And um, yeah, and yeah, just good up, just good episode. It's a good filler. Like I guess I'd consider this episode filler for Aang and the gang. I would not consider it filler filler for um, Zuko and Iroh. Yeah, but um, yeah, but it's a very entertaining filler episode, <laughs> which is which checks everything off my book as to what good filler filler is. So that's cool of me. Plus, it's just nice to have people that are just so oblivious and just right? so happy, <laughs> yeah. even when the world isn't that fun right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, they're they're stupid, but you know what? They have such a zest for life. They have a everlasting rainbow. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just so likable, even though you want to be like Sokka and uh, hit your head raw <laughs> with disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> face palm yeah her face palm your head raw <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay yeah so next time tune in when we talk about book two chapter three return to omashu Ooh, so until then i don't think it's gonna go smoothly <laughs> i don't think uh yeah i don't know either <laughs> yeah so until then stay flaming
remember, even if you're lost, you can't lose the love because it's in your heart. Oh. Oh. <laughs>